0: January 28, 2013. The sun rises in the Californian sky. Los Angeles slowly awakens from yet another eventful night. Despite Hollywood, Venice Beach, and the stars of the Walk of Fame, the City of Angels is far from being a paradise and in the infamous streets of Skid Row, a ghetto district in downtown. The homeless are corralled by authorities. Ex-convicts, drug addicts, prostitutes, or vagabonds fresh out of psychiatric hospitals line the sidewalks. Cardboard boxes litter the ground and shopping carts filled with plastic bags in the middle of the road slow down traffic. It's a real shantytown with a reputation as a dangerous place that locals do their best to avoid. But on that morning, a young woman seems to be unaware of all this. With her hair blowing in the wind, glasses on her nose, and a small red jacket on her shoulders, she walks through the Skid Row neighborhood as if nothing was wrong. She is a 21-year-old student from Canada who came to explore the west coast of the United States. She's traveling alone to break away from her mundane daily life and who knows, maybe make some interesting encounters. Of course, her parents are aware of her plans. She even keeps them updated every day. Even though her desire for adventure has taken her far from home, she still remains cautious. Her steps soon lead her to her hotel, a massive square building with a majestic yet somewhat faded facade known as the Cecil Hotel, where she booked a room at unbeatable prices on the internet. Her goal is to stay for four days and explore Los Angeles as much as possible. Theaters, cinemas, famous boulevards known worldwide, the young woman wants to see and experience everything in the city that everyone talks about. However, what she doesn't know as she enters the establishment is that the Sisa Hotel has a history, a sinister and bloody one, and in reality, she will never leave it. Hello, I'm Fabrice. Welcome to Fabulous Destinies. Today I'm going to tell you about one of the strangest crime stories in the history of Los Angeles. It kept the city's police on high alert for nearly three weeks and went viral on the internet. Its name? The mysterious disappearance of Elisa Lamb. Between intense investigation and chilling discoveries, discover her gruesome fate. Elisa Lam arrives at the Sisa Hotel on January 28, 2013. She knows nothing about the city, let alone Skid Row, the poor and dangerous neighborhood where she's planning to stay for four days. Despite the luxurious appearance of the hotel's lobby, the rooms are rather dirty and poorly maintained. However, she can tolerate it. After all, she didn't come here to sleep all day. She's staying in room 506 and shares the toilets and showers with other residents on the floor. Everything seems fine, at least that's what she tells her parents, whom she calls every day. But on January 31st, the day before her departure from Los Angeles, there's no word from her. She had made it a point to keep them updated daily. In Canada, her worried parents decide to contact the American authorities after two days of silence. The Los Angeles police take the complaint seriously and immediately send a patrol to the hotel. Some officers talk to the hotel manager while others search her room. Elisa left her computer, clothes, wallet, medications, everything behind. Clearly, she didn't move somewhere else and there's no sign of a break-in. Yet, among the 50 or so employees of the Cecil Hotel, also interviewed, No one has seen her for two days. The last time one of them recalls, she was walking in an area off-limits to guests. He simply told her to leave and saw her heading towards the elevators. That's it. For the investigators, the situation is suspicious. A young tourist doesn't vanish for two days, leaving all her belongings at the hotel, unless something happened to her. The next day, the police delve into Elisa's past, her life in Canada, and her social media accounts. Time is running out, and any lead is worth pursuing. They discover that Elisa Lamb frequently used a Tumblr website as an online diary confining in strangers. She appeared anxious, on the brink of depression, and took anxiety medication. Her emotional state seemed to fluctuate between dark phases and more upbeat and joyful ones. She even signed up for online dating sites. Perhaps she had a meeting with someone in Los Angeles, someone with ill intentions. And if that's the case, they need to find out who exactly and fast. But the investigators struggle. Los Angeles is a big city. She could have gone anywhere. After three days of fruitless digital searching, they decide to abandon this lead. In reality, something else is bothering them. The hotel where Elisa is staying, the Sisa Hotel, is far from an ordinary place. Before we continue with this episode, a quick break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast could not exist. Don't go away, we'll be right back. The Cecil Hotel, with its 700 rooms, is, in reality, an extremely affordable establishment. Located right in the heart of Skid Row, it offers accommodation to those who can't afford much and want to stay discreet. The profile of the guests doesn't matter as long as they can pay the handful of dollars it costs for a night. Over time, it has become a haven for ex-convicts, drug addicts, and vagabonds of Los Angeles. Some fugitive killers have even found refuge here in the past. Suicides and overdoses have become commonplace in its corridors, and a few murders have tainted its already notorious history and reputation. Of course, when Elisa booked a room at the Cecil Hotel, she knew none of this. But for the police, this place must have some connection to her disappearance. So they scrutinized the surveillance camera footage of the building. Hundreds of hours recorded by dozens of cameras. And after several days of sifting through pixelated videos, they suddenly spot her. On January 31st, she's seen entering the hotel elevator. She presses all the buttons and appears to be panicked. She even hides to the side, but the door doesn't close. She steps out, looks left, right, hesitates, and then leaves only to return once more. Her behavior is strange. It's as if she's gesturing, as if trying to touch an invisible object. Is there someone in the hallway just out of the camera's view, someone she sees and is afraid of? Is she desperately trying to flee something? And why won the elevator doors close, even after several minutes? Perhaps someone is blocking the elevator to lure her into a trap, or, is she experiencing hallucinations? During the four-minute video, Elisa's behavior is very difficult to interpret. In any case, in the footage taken on the same day and the following day at the hotel's entrance, Elisa Lamb is nowhere to be seen. This video is the last the police have of her, and the conclusion is clear. Elisa Lamb did not leave the establishment. Given the dubious profile of the hotel's residence, the authorities immediately dispatched 14 officers to the scene. If Felisa is being held against her will somewhere in a room, she must be found quickly. The Cecil Hotel is meticulously searched from top to bottom. All 700 rooms are turned upside down. Every closet, toilet, and staff locker is opened. Every nook and cranny where a body could be hidden is carefully examined. A canine unit is even called in for assistance. Tracking dogs follow her scent through the hallways and lead to a window behind which there's a fire escape staircase. But outside, swept by the wind, her scent has long since dissipated. After a sleepless night of searching every inch of the hotel, the investigators return home empty-handed. The police are at a dead end. The case has hit a standstill. Elisa Lamb has been missing for two weeks now. It's time to involve the public in the hope that someone, somewhere, knows something. The elevator video of Elisa is therefore shared on the internet, and it goes absolutely viral. In a matter of days, it accumulates over 25 million views on YouTube. For 2013, this is mind-blowing. Now the case takes an unexpected turn it becomes a mystery that everyone tries to solve in their own way, fueling hundreds of theories. Cyber detectives from all over the world begin scouring her social media and Tumblr for clues. She hasn't been heard from for a week, something her family says is unlike the UBC student. Today the police called on the public for help. The CBC's Lindsay Duncombe has more. The elevator video is dissected frame by frame in search of suspicious elements that could lead to her. For the police, this is a significant boost, but how do you distinguish between the valid questions posed by internet users, rumors, and false leads? Typically, after two weeks of disappearance, the homicide scenario becomes the most credible and the chances of finding the victims diminish drastically. So, after 19 days with no word from Elisa Lam, everyone starts losing hope. For the tourists at the Cecil Hotel, probably like Elisa, arriving without knowing what they were getting into, it's a nightmare. Posters with her missing person notice are plastered in the hallways, not to mention the overall unsanitary conditions of the establishment. Constant noise, the smell of cannabis, low water pressure in the faucets and showers. Even the water that eventually comes out is a murky brownish color and tastes bad. Some guests complain to the front desk, which sends someone to deal with the problem. On the roof of the Sisa Hotel on the 14th floor, there are four large water tanks. Maybe one of them is empty or clogged. The maintenance employee goes there, climbs a ladder and reaches the cover of the main tank where a small hatch has been installed. He opens it, turns on his flashlight to see inside and at the bottom, he makes out the figure of a human body. Pale as a ghost, naked with skin corroded by moisture, Elisa Lamb floats in the water, dead. After a forensic analysis, the police reveal that her body shows no fractures, gunshot, or knife wounds, or any internal injuries indicative of sexual assault, and she hadn't consumed alcohol or drugs in the days leading up to her death. The criminal hypothesis is definitely ruled out. Her death is officially declared accidental due to bipolar disorder, and the case is officially closed in late February 2013. However, for many internet enthusiasts fascinated by the case, the question continues to linger. Suicide, accident, or murder? According to them, Elisa Lam's case is still not entirely resolved and remains one of the most tragic and mysterious true crime stories in Los Angeles. This story is probably what gave rise to the largest number of cyber detectives on the internet. Is it the origin of the explosion of true crime videos on YouTube? some ranging from a simple recitation of the facts, while others delve into the strangest and most bizarre alternative theories. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fabulous Destinies. Feel free to share with us stories that you would like to hear on your favorite listening platform or via Baba Bam's Instagram or Twitter page. We'll be happy to discover them.